What's up, witches and wizards? This is Demonosophy and Beyond, the podcast that is designed to inspire you to take the training wheels off of your magic and master your own reality. I'm Greg Bryant, your host and morally ambiguous sorcerer, and I'm here to bring you the first of a special series of episodes on the Clifotic Tree, otherwise known as the Tree of Death. For those of you unfamiliar with the Clifotic Tree, it is the opposite or the shadow of the Kabbalah's Tree of Life. However, its origins come from Western occultism rather than Jewish mysticism. The mainstream way of thinking is that the Tree of Life is a path to salvation and finding a way closer to God, while the Tree of Death is the path to damnation. I disagree. While I can't speak on the Tree of Life, I can say that so far climbing the Clifotic Tree is an excellent way to perform shadow work and establish relationships with the gatekeepers or archdemons of each sphere. This work is not for the faint of heart, and this episode will be discussing adult themes. So if you lack maturity or are easily offended, fuck out of here. I'd also like to say that this work can be dangerous, both physically and mentally. So be sure you are 100% ready for the work before performing rituals connected to the cliff off. There are 11 spheres in the Tree of Death. Thaumiel, Gagiel, Soteriel, Death, Golachab, Gog, Shabla, <laughs> These are very hard to pronounce. Uh, Thagirion, Samael, Arab, Zarak, Gamaliel, and Lilith. <clears throat> Each sphere is guarded by at least one gatekeeper that will test you. Some of you may have met some of these spirits outside of this work. Even if you are friends with these spirits, they are here purely to test you. Your previous relationship has no bearing on this work. These spirits can test your mental and physical fortitude. They can gauge your spiritual level or personality, and they will draw out your true desires and goals. If they find you unworthy, you will not be able to progress to the next sphere. For my work, I chose Azanath Mason's book, Cliffotic Invocations and Evocations. She describes everything in simple terms and breaks down what to expect. The exercises are simple to set up, but still take time and focus to pull off successfully. Another reason I picked this book is because I personally met and had a conversation with the author, and she comes off as a level-headed and genuine person. Some people may argue that, and that's fine, but what I care about is whether the information provided by a person helps me achieve Gnosis. Other books by her, like The Grimoire of Tiamat, have done that, so I had no hesitations when it came to buying the book on the cliff off. For each exercise, the reader is supposed to spend time meditating on a sigil, then they perform an invocation, and the exercise ends with doing an evocation. Each stage of the exercise is done on different days, and some stages may require multiple days. This is not work you can rush nor can you cut corners. However, there is allowance for spell modification if your intuition calls for it. The first sphere, 
the practitioner must tackle is Lilith. It is the closest to our physical realm and deals with things on the material plane. The gatekeeper is Nama or Nama. She answers to both. A spirit known as the sister, daughter, or even an aspect of Lilith, depending on what source you get your information from. Nama has multiple forms that she's shown to me. She's appeared as a child, a redheaded woman, a Middle Eastern woman, a snake lady, and for you anime fans, you'll appreciate this, what look looked like a female version of Ryuk from Death Note. Nayama can be vicious and sweet depending upon who you are and the situation. If you have sex with her, she will be dominating and aggressive. She always climbs on top, which is probably why she's theorized to be Lilith. If she bites you in snake lady form, her poison will put you in a state of ecstasy that also allows her to take advantage of you. She may also tempt you with material things while you're bumping uglies. There are a few things that will soften her heart. Show her respect. If you're trying to get over pain from past relationships. If you are a woman seeking empowerment. If you are a man who genuinely respects women and have a woman you truly love. Nama or Nama will take on a nurturing attitude. Successfully working with Nama can help you overcome trauma from past relationships. Be more accepting of your current partner or partners, become more comfortable with your sexuality, and she also has the ability to heal physical injuries. Don't get too comfortable, though. She still has to test you, and that can involve making you acknowledge the dark side of sexuality. For me, she exposed me to visions of rape, incest, pedophilia, and necrophilia. There is no censorship in these visions, and she will gauge how you react to each vision. While that shit makes me sick inside, I was not allowed to turn away. Had I been into any of it, I don't know how she would have reacted. And this is real talk, listeners. Um, <laughs> these demons do not care about what you think. They do whatever they have to in order to put you through this test. You take this path... You'd better be ready. I'm a grown man and I've seen a lot of crazy shit. But the stuff that I was forced to face is enough to make you want to vomit, be angry, and even cry. <laughs> it's the type of experience one has to go through in order to achieve evolution of the soul. So be prepared, ladies and gentlemen. As always... I encourage listeners to do their own magic and seek out their own truth. I'm just here to point you in the right direction. If this information is helpful, hit the support button on Anchor FM. If you're on YouTube, be sure to sub subscribe, and I'll see you next episode.